Hello and welcome to the Spaceport America podcast with me, Alice Carruth, the Public Relations Coordinator for the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. In this episode, I'm going to be joined by Ricardo Olivas, who's the head of the New Mexico State University's Atomic Aggies. They're the rocketry team that joined us for the Chili Cup competition as part of the Spaceport America Cup in 2022. Ricardo, tell me how it is you got involved in rocketry. Um, back in high school, I was taking engineering classes. Uh, one of the course years you know, was aerospace engineering, and there we got a little taste of rocketry. Bring it up to my senior year of high school, I actually came to the Los Angeles Space Festival, where I first met the Atomic Aggies. And ever since then, you know, I, I told myself, when I get to college, I want to be a part of that club. I want to join the Atomic Aggies and do what they do and build rockets for fun. Um, and now fast forward into my senior year of college, I'm now the lead engineer for the Atomic Aggies. So and I think it's really turned out very well for me. So you guys competed in the 2022 Spaceport America Cup um, and you guys placed highest out of the regional teams. Can you tell us a little bit about the kind of effort it takes, how long it takes to get into a competition team like the Spaceport America Cup? Um, it's really a year-round uh, project. I don't think coming out of the Spaceport America Cup last year, we we didn't stop there. We kept the the motivation and the, the ball rolling, honestly. I think we only took like two weeks of break and got back to it designing a new rocket for the following year. Um, you know, we, we kind of got off with good momentum and we're just carrying that momentum out now this year um and with that being said i know registration opens soon and we're pretty much excited for it and it's one of those milestone markers that we we're you know we have highlighted on our calendars and we've already even started building the rocket itself so we we kind of have an idea of what we're doing and where we want to go with it and try to place higher so in 2022 you tell me you had how many members on your team um we did about 40 in our team. Uh, we took about 18 to Spaceport America Cup. And in um, 2023, how many of you guys progressed to for the next year's competition? We did a lot of outreach. We would visit high schools. We did a lot of um, things with the college engineering, pretty much social media wise, and all these you know news outlets coming towards us and interviewing us and everything. Um, I'm happy to say that we've grown um, over double the size. Uh, this year we had about 93 members sign up for the Atomic Aggies. Um, and we'll be trying to take about 42 Spaceport America Cup. That's incredible. Can you talk to me through what kind of roles there are on a team like the Atomic Aggies? Well, um, it does take a bit of manpower um, to actually get a ball rolling like this. Um, so you have me and um, my colleague, David Moreno, who's the project manager. Um, me being the lead engineer, I just handle more of the paperwork and the kind of the negotiating with other like sponsors or stuff like that and how we can work together. Um, but it honestly stems down to my sub team leads. They're, they're the ones that are making this thing come a reality. I just come up with the idea and they make it the dream come true, essentially. Um, I have Ariana as my manufacturing lead and they'll handle the whole composite work and the fabrication of the rocket. That takes quite a time. That takes majority of the time for the first half of the year. Um, after that, we'll pretty much start integrating internal systems such as air brakes um, handled by Press and Hager. 
um, recovery system by Eddie and Julia, the probably one of the coolest parts of the rocket, the payload, which is handled by Tori. Um, and our propulsion team as well is starting to create a new hybrid system for us. So we just don't have to even rely on COTS motors. We can just be 100% self-sufficient and do it all on our own, you know? And that gives us a lot more experience in all those areas. I want to say totally we have about 12 officers within the Atomic Aggies to help manage the whole team. So you start the applications and we will be opening them up October the 1st, 2022 for the competition, which will be in June of 2023. Uh, what is the first stage of a team being able to join the competition? Well, first, you got to fill out the application. Um, after that, I believe it's just filling out all your reports on what are you planning to do? You know, what is your rocket? What is the purpose? Is it safe? Will it fly and stuff like that? You have to get approved to even, you know, be considered to come to Spaceport. And I think that in itself is um, one giant milestone and a leap. Because um, not everybody gets to come for the people that actually sign up. So it's one of those things you have to prove yourself. You have to prove to the other teams that, hey, we are a competitor. We can go toe to toe with anybody across the country or the world, essentially. And then you have to put in reports throughout the year. So it's quite a year-round process to be able to get right. to the competition in June. Uh, what do you think is the hardest thing for the team to be able to accomplish to be able to be part of the Spaceport America Cup? I think the hardest thing for a team to like be able to do that is the small things, actually. Um, you're always worrying about, you know, it's a rocket standing, it's all this and that, but you're never really thinking about those small things like, do we have a go uh, checklist or a no-go checklist? I know that's something, you know, us as the Atomic Aggies got docked off last year before we even got our flight card. You know, and like, you guys have a no-go checklist. Where is this at? Um, just things like that. The small things that you never think would be a possibility, but they are actually a reality in things that happen in real life, like with NASA and the Artemis. Um, Artemis 1, they've been having a lot of issues. So I think that's one of the hardest things in, uh, for teams just to keep on top of is just think of every small aspect, not just a 30,000 foot picture. Can you tell me a little bit about fundraising for a competition like this? Because I don't think people realize quite how expensive it is to do a rocketry team. And even the, being the local team next door to where the competition is being held, how much did you have to raise to be able to participate in the 2022 Cup? And how did you go about raising that funding? Um, yeah, being the local team, uh, we raised about $15,000 for the rocket alone. I know the cost of, um, you know, getting to the Space Quarter Market Cup and, um, you know, signing everybody up, I think it was another 2000 on top of that. I think we are, we're blessed to be the local team. So, you know, the, the logistical nightmares of just trying to get to the Space Quarter Market is not that hefty on us. Um, but yeah, you know, to, to build one of these rockets, it's, it's very expensive. I know some of these colleges or teams out there that go up to like 60 grand just to, you know, fund a rocket and such like that. Um, for us, we're trying to do new, fun and innovative ways to um, fund a rocket. Uh, we have applied to a couple of grants, um, which is normal. But we started new fundraisers where, you know, we started doing the merch line. We have our own T-shirts and hoodies that we were selling for like a couple of weeks. Um, look, reaching out to local restaurants, um, not just chain ones, but local restaurants that would love to help us while we help them as well. Um, and do fundraisers with them and then just... We've been approached by a couple of companies. Um, I won't name 
as of right now, but that want to also just hop on and support us and just be a sponsor for us. So it's been, it's been great at the moment. I think funding wise, we've been, we've been in the right direction, but I know for other teams, you know, there's a lot more challenges that they face and just even getting here is one of the biggest ones. So it is quite a bit of money for a competition rocket. Absolutely. And I think we appreciate that as much. And we are always willing to work with the team that goes across the entire world to try and help them figure out ways of sponsorship. And hopefully for 2023, we're going to do some pre-event um, opportunities as well for teams that will be coming through to the 2023 Cup. Um, what about trying to organize um, different payload ideas? I know it's one massive part of the competition is to come up with your own idea of what payload it is. Can you tell me about what you did in 2022 and what you're planning to do for 2023 at this stage? Yeah, um, for payloads, it's honestly the hardest part is being creative. What has not been created or done yet at Spaceport Market Cup? Um, my highest respects to every team that participated last year because the payloads were outstanding. Um, there are things I never thought about. There are things that just like blew my mind. So going back, we were like, well, what can we do this year? Um, so this year we, we decided to kind of focus on a realistic approach to it. Um, we're deciding to do a, a rover, an autonomous system that will come out of the rocket and I believe take a soil sample or drop green chili seeds somewhere in the desert. Um, so it's going to be great. We are keeping some of the same um, uh, applications from last year where we jettisoned the nose cone after Apogee to give a clearance for the rover to be uh, coming out. Last year, we had a deployable glider that also came out of the rocket uh, post Apogee, which um, worked wonderful. Uh, it was one of these stressful parts right of the week of. We didn't know if it was going to happen or not. Well, yeah, it worked uh, better than all of us expected. It actually glided down slower than the rocket fell. So we knew it was safe and it had no damage when we found it and everything worked out pretty well. Um, so yeah, um, the payload this year should be an amazing one and I can't wait to see how it gets done. I'm excited to see more chilies in space. We are certainly known for that here in New Mexico. So we actually have the Spaceport America Chili Cup competition that was started in 2019 as a regional competition between the universities local to us. And in 2022, NMSU took it home for the first time. What did that feel like for you guys to be able to have a small competition within the larger competition itself? I think it gives a little taste of rivalry to the Spaceport America Cup. Um, I've always said to the team, especially last year, welcome everybody with open arms, make sure they feel welcome and at home, you know, let them, let our home be their home as well. Um, if they need anything, you know, we'll help them out as much as we can. But also, I mean, this is a competition, so you got to have a little, um, what I like to say, spice to it. Um, and that's what the Chili Cup brings along to it. And it does add that rivalry effect to, uh, you know, us, UNM, New Mexico Tech and UTEP. So it, it, it Makes it a fun rivalry, not nothing too disgusting, just kind of more competitive, more at each other. And certainly for Spaceport, it showcases how great the talent is local to us. And that's why we did the competition to showcase how great the engineering is in this region. So for 2023, do we think that NMSU has got a chance to bring home the Chili Cup? Um, if we're being honest, our eyes are set 
at the Unity Cup. Um, we kind of want to go even higher in our rankings this year. So we're definitely trying to shoot up um, to first place, essentially. Um, with, you know, fingers crossed and everything works out well. Um, but definitely, you know, we got ninth place overall last year, um, which was what gave us the, uh, the Chili Cup. But we definitely want to go into top three territory this year. We, we want to push those standards and those limits for ourselves. I like that. That's a, that's a good fighting talk, Ricardo. Um, we are going to be presenting you guys with the Chili Cup during the New Mexico State UNM game that's coming up on October the 15th. Now, I know you are part of the NMSU Pride Band, so you're used to performing in front of the crowd, but what's it going to feel like to be able to receive the Chili Cup at a sporting competition that doesn't normally represent or recognize acad academic achievements like the Chili Cup competition? I think it's one of those unique experiences. Um, like you said, I'm, I'm with the Pride of New Mexico marching band, so we perform uh, every other weekend, and you know, you kind of you get used to those performances with the group. But to be able to be on that field, you know, holding the Chili Cup and the rocket and showing everybody that, hey, this is what's coming out of New Mexico State University as well. Um, I think it will be such a great thing. And learning that even the athletics at New Mexico State University support us a lot. Um, talking to a couple of them, they, they really love what we're doing. I know the basketball coach, Coach Hire, uh, he tweeted us out and he wanted to, like, meet us, I think. But, you know, it's it's awesome the support that the university itself gives us and everybody really loves about it. Excellent. So if you are interested in coming to see that achievement, and I believe we're going to have all the rockets on display as well on October the 15th, it will be at the New Mexico State uh, Stadium here in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Ricardo, what is it you are looking to get more interest in rocketry? How do we get more youth involved in rocketry going forward? Um, it's just spread the word. Uh, I think that's the biggest one. We, what we do during the springtime is we go visit as many schools as possible across the state. Um, even El Paso, we, we like to visit some El Paso schools, whichever will allow us to go. And it's one of those, you just have to spread the word. A lot of high school students that are applying to colleges have no idea what they're getting themselves into. Um, they don't know what clubs or organizations are at the, at the universities that they go to. Uh, so by us going to their school and telling them, Hey, there's a rocketry team at New Mexico State University. This is something that you can do at New Mexico State University and showing them all the cool things we do, uh, where we go and how far we've gotten with this team. It, it really opens your eyes to like, hey, like this is something I can do and it's something I can join. And it, it's almost the sense of feel that I got when I was a senior in high school and I'm at the Atomic Aggies. I was like, wow, like there's a rocketry team at the university that I'm going to, you know, like this is something I can do. So it's definitely that um, and even Going to like, um, we're trying to do more elementary school students too, just to inspire them to go along with the STEM program. You know, it doesn't have to be rocketry itself, but if they keep along with the STEM and they're, you know, pique their curiosity and their exploration for outer space and anything like that, that's always a great um, aspect to me. And I've also been um, a really strong uh, believer, or not believer, supporter, supporter of, um, you know, getting more females in the engineering industry. Um, I think it's definitely been a male dominant um, for the past few years, but I, you know, and like with the Atomic Aggies, I've been pushing to get more females to join and be a part of our team and you know, let them also experience what, what a predominantly guy team is. So that's been great. 
So how can people find out a little bit more about the Atomic Aggies team if they want to find out more about what it is you guys offer at New Mexico State University? Yes, so the Atomic Aggies, uh, we like to uh, show the world what we do, and we love any guests that like to come on by. You can always find us on Instagram, uh, at Atomic Aggies, uh, Facebook, New Mexico State University, Atomic Aggies. Our website is atomicaggies.nmsu.edu, or if you want to shoot us an email, atomicaggies at nmsu.edu. So everything pretty much just says Atomic Aggies. Um, if you'd like to do if you're a prospective high school student and would like to schedule a tour with the shop, come on by, talk to the, to the departments, and um, we'll definitely give you a tour of what our shop is and what we do day in and day out. One last question for you, Ricardo. What is it you would like to do once you graduate from university? Um, I've started to get more interested in the whole make space travel public. Um, I've really thought, you know, it shouldn't be limited to a select few people. I think that should be open to anybody. So I kind of want to work in the uh, space industry, kind of work uh, making that a, a reality, make it more feasible. I know people like Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin um, are kind of on my radar. But I also don't mind working on things like SpaceX, just send payloads up to space, um, Virgin Orbit as well. And it's one of those things, just kind of make it more open for everybody and make space a common thing and a public uh, item for us. Most definitely, and just continue working on rockets. It's one of my favorite hobbies. Uh, it does get expensive at times and frustrating, but and I wouldn't give it up for anything. Well, I wish you the best, and I thank you very much for joining us on the Spaceport America podcast. Thank you so much.